The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold fresh refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Roster brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $40,000 with one entry, head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday afternoon, currently 1247 on the West Coast. A little bit of change up on the PropCast. We're going to talk about some NFL stuff happening over the past month or so. And joining me as usual to break down everything that's happened in the NFL. Well, not everything, but the main storylines. My main man on the West Coast, co-host of the PropCast and the new NASCAR gambling podcast, as well as a fantasy football podcast, Rod Via Gomez. Rod, how you feeling this Friday afternoon, buddy? Yeah, we we would take all month to break down everything that's been going on <laughs> in the NFL right now. It's ridiculous, but I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, like you said, just been uh, cranking it up now with NASCAR, having a good old time, trying to to break down some racing for some folks and uh, having some fun doing that. But if, you know, USFL season's about to start and. Uh, it is a very busy it's not supposed to be this busy at this time of year isn't it it's not right like and what's like once nfl is over it's all like okay we can take like a a, a sigh of relief and just kind of get our heads back but the way that sgpn works if there's odds out there for it we're all over it right so uh, and we're growing like it's been crazy at like now you're covering nascar with cody and like we didn't have that before so we have that gambling podcast and usfl that's going on cfl and all that good stuff so horse racing even yeah horse racing too so there you go i mean we got uh, uh scott bowser a great friend of the show he's going to be filing up the uh the zed racing podcast so and uh, along with other horse racing too so yeah i mean look SGPN odds are out there. We're covering it, but we have a great group of guys, but Rod, we haven't spoken since uh, obviously the NFL season was over. The Rams beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl 23, 20, but who that has not, that, that seems like it was a century ago with all the moves that have happened here in the NFL so far. I know we were trying to do this podcast for over the last several weeks. Um, and, and as soon as we would try to do one, some, some crazy news, of trade or a signing went down and then I was out for a couple of weeks, but here we are. We're going to touch on like, you know, five, five, I think of the major news that happened. We'll talk about Tom Brady's return, uh, Aaron Rodgers back with the uh, green Bay Packers, uh, Devonte Adams headed to Vegas, Tyreek Hill to the dolphins, Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos and then Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper to the Cleveland Browns. And well, let's just, Start with Tom Brady. It'll be probably a brief conversation about Tom Brady, but I think a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl, decided to retire. Uh, a few weeks later, about a month later, maybe got tired of doing dishes or running around with the kids or whatever the case might have been. Uh, but he is now back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now we also got the news this week, or as of yesterday, was it, or the day before? I can't keep track of the days anymore. Bruce Arians moving to the front office and now Todd Bowles taking over as the head coach. I kind of feel like that's, that's kind of correlated, but my first thought when I heard about Tom Brady retiring, I was like, this is not the way this guy's going to go out. I, I was about 85% convinced that he was going to come back, but here we are, Rod. Tom Brady back with the Buccaneers for another season. My daughter cannot stand Tom Brady. Like just <laughs> my youngest one, she calls him a big whoop. And so there's, there's you know, 
when I told her, I said, hey, guess what? Tom Brady's retiring. She ran around the house uh, cheering about as loudly as I've ever heard her cheer for anything in her life. And then a couple of weeks later, I said to her, hey, babe, uh, guess what? Uh, Tom Brady's coming <laughs> back. And just the agony in her voice. I almost feel like that is a direct correlation with a lot of folks that were enjoying the fact that Tom Brady's finally going to be walking away from the game. And not because not because he's not a good player, not because we don't enjoy watching him play, but he's, he's finally giving someone else a chance to shine. And then he was like, eh, you know what? I'm, I'm bored. Two weeks of retirement. I'm, I'm already, you know, I've already whittled all the, the pieces of wood that I can whittle. Uh, I've basically read all the books that I can read. I'm going to come back and play. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, it does with Bruce Arians going uh, to the front office. I don't know that that changes a whole lot for Tom Brady, but mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Munaf, if he doesn't win the Super Bowl this year, is he just going to be on the field until he does again? <sighs> that's, it's a great question because because like you have like these generational talents, like guys like Tom Brady, that usually want to leave out on top. And I think there's a couple of ways that we can talk about Tom Brady, right? I think the, the, the timing of him wanting to come back, I think it was a day before free agency was supposed to open up. And a lot of guys that were on this Buccaneers team looked like that they were going to sign with other teams. And Tom Brady then decided, okay, I'm coming back to get most of the core back from last season, but the season prior where they did actually win the Super Bowl. I know they, I think they lost one uh, of their main offensive linemen to retirement, but they, 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 you know, they got majority of their guys back. Gronk is still going to be there. He's going to come back for sure. Um, and then you, you know, you chase, uh, sorry, chase uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, they franchise tagged him. I believe they reached a deal with him as well for a contract. So Mike Evans is still there. So the core of this team is pretty much still there, but and then again, the rumors that we thought, and I think Kramer put this out there that how long before Tom Brady hits down to South Beach to be with Miami. But um, <laughs> I, I personally think that he's going to want to leave out on top. I still think that Tom Brady still has another two years, another two or three years still in him. Um, but I think that if he wins this next Super Bowl, wherever that might be in next year or the year after, I think that's when he's going to want to leave out on top. Um yeah, that's what I just personally think. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it, Michael Jordan did the same thing, wanted yeah. to leave that on top. Like, yeah, yeah it, I get it. I, it's not like I fault the guy for it. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm around his age and walking away from something I love when you still feel like you can do it, it doesn't necessarily sit well with you. So, yeah, I mean, again, until, until he finally has to cart himself off uh, with, with no. like broken everything, yeah, no. I think he's going to play, so... Fournette being there still too. It's it just, yeah, it all makes sense for him. Yeah. hundred percent. So Tom Brady back with the Buccaneers, Todd Bowles takes over as a head coach. And a lot of uh, last point before we move on to Aaron Rodgers, there was a little, I guess on Twitterverse and some of the other pods that I listened to that Tom Brady probably knew or yeah, knew that Bruce Arians was going to quote unquote retire or move over to the front office and there's kind of been discussions about the relationship between um, Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Do you put any value into that? Or do you think there's anything that there's some truth to that about Tom Brady coming back that he said that, okay, if you're not going to move on from Bruce Arians, I'm going to just retire. And then maybe there's conversations in the background saying, Hey, okay, you were, you announced that you're coming back. And then we're announced a month later that, Hey, Bruce Arians is going to move into the front office. Do you, do you buy into that? I was going to say the timing is, is suspicious enough, but you know what? Look, as human beings, we love a good conspiracy theory. So uh, <laughs> I have a feeling that that might be born half in truth and half in, in just fan fiction. So um, yeah, I don't know. But one thing of note though, Moonoff is that they are plus 700 right now on DraftKings. Uh, mm. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are as favorites to win the Super Bowl. Uh, but the only team uh, below them is the bills at 650. So uh, I think people are starting to think now that Brady's back, that they are going to be Super Bowl contenders again. Oh yeah, especially when you have Tom Brady behind or at playing quarterback for your team, you always have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I mean, the guy has what seven rings now, so uh, I'm not going to fault the betters for betting begging on Tom Brady to get another ring on his finger. But another quarterback that uh, was contemplating whether retiring or signing with another team, asking for a trade, was going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's back with Green Bay, signs a huge contract, three years, 150 million dollars. Over the next three seasons, there are some opt-outs in there. I think there's 
their contract void something in this contract. But Aaron Rodgers, I think we can tie these two things together, uh, Rod. Um, Aaron Rodgers is back with the Green Bay Packers, but he loses his main guy, his his star receiver, Devontae Adams, to uh, the Los, Los Angeles, Las Vegas Raiders in a trade of the 2022 first and second round picks. And he signs a huge contract with the Raiders, five years, $141 million. He's reunited with his buddy, Derek Carr, these two played together at Fresno State. So um, I guess let's start with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not I'm not surprised that he's back with the Packers, but I am a little bit surprised at the Devontae Adams news. You it's weird. I don't I, I have to think that the two make sense in the fact that they paid Aaron Rodgers a ton of money yeah. and it's hard to sign anybody else. Proof positive, not only did Aaron Rodgers lose Devontae Adams, but he also lost MVS. Yes. So now his his receiver room, I, I was just saying that uh uh Alan Lazard uh, on my show yesterday, I was saying Alan Lazard is is the John Travolta gif or meme that he's holding his jacket in his hand looking around <laughs> at the the rest of everybody wondering where everybody went that is alan lazard right now he's yeah. the only one left in that wide receiver room with any sort of uh well except for randall cobb but mm-hmm. still that's not really much of anything but yeah. yeah i mean look it's hard to keep good players when you have to pay one player almost what a whole team makes in some instances sure 100 percent and i, I kind of what goes back that i think that you know with rogers winning mvp back-to-back years now we talk about, you know, player props and, and numbers and season-long player prop bets. I think that now Aaron Rodgers is probably, I mean, I, I think that he's going to take a step back now, at least from a statistical standpoint, because Devontae Adams was his guy. Like, on any given Sunday, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams could go out for throw for three, 400 yards, and Devontae Adams would have seven, eight, nine catches for 180 yards and two touchdowns. That's just the chemistry that they developed over the past several seasons that they were together. I want to start with Aaron Rodgers. What are you kind of expecting or what do you think from a fantasy perspective as well that I know Aaron Rodgers, so Aaron Rodgers, but if you don't have the weapons around you with only what Alan Lazard left, of course, you're going to add some weapons in free agency or maybe through the draft. But do you expect, at least from a statistical standpoint, for him to take a step back? Oh, he's going to have to take a step back at this point. I mean, again, unless they go out and add somebody like an OBJ or maybe Julio. even an AJ Green, a Julio Jones, those guys are out there right now for the taking, but uh, they'd have to pay the guy. And mm-hmm. and can you pay him? That's the thing. So uh, either either Alan Lazard is going to take a gigantic leap uh, this season and and Aaron Rodgers is going to be throwing him what he was throwing, Devontae Adams. I mean, you, you look at last season, 1,553 yards out of Adams uh, the year before that, 1,300 yards. Is there a receiver on that roster right now that can get those type of numbers out of Aaron Rodgers um, consistently? I mean, and even the receptions alone, right? Yeah. Uh, in, in 2021, he had 123 receptions, did Adams, 115 in 2020, 111 in 2018. You're losing a guy who made five straight Pro Bowls. Yeah. Like, it's hard to replicate numbers when a guy like that walks out the door. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, uh, I think it's going to be tough times in Green Bay. I think that that division, especially, is going to take a step back for sure. But I, I think that now this gives an opportunity, like the Chicago Bears. Um, you could throw in the Minnesota Vikings in there as well. Now that okay, now Green Bay has some competition after losing a guy like Devontae Adams and um, going over to now the team that he is on, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to pick up that chemistry that they had in Fresno State. Obviously, that was a very long time ago. But I think this is a huge pickup for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders with Devontae Adams. It gives them that number one receiver. Uh, obviously, they did have Amari Cooper a couple seasons back before they traded him to Dallas, now from Dallas to Cleveland. What are you kind of expecting from Derek Carr and um, Devontae Adams here at, uh, for the Las Vegas Raiders? Well, it lets Darren Waller off the hook. Uh, oh, yeah, the, that takes a lot of pressure off of him. The main pass catcher out there in, in Las Vegas like he was. Uh, you know, Hunter Renfro is a fun story, but again, Devontae Adams is, I think, if you're going to put the echelons of receivers, Devontae Adams is higher than Hunter Renfro in, sure. in that echelon. So, uh, yeah, you're right. It definitely gives him that that number one receiver, that true number one receiver that they haven't had since really Amari Cooper. And that chemistry that you talked about in Fresno state, that was huge. So if they can at least get any part of that back, uh, I I think the two of them are actually in for a, uh, a better season than I think some people are actually willing to admit. 
Um, not that it's going to ultimately take Las Vegas all the way into the next level, but I really think there's going to be some consistency and some familiarity with the two that uh, translates well for, for Las Vegas in the season. So for Devontae Adams, I mean, I don't think he's going to lose a whole lot. I mean, you look at the numbers between Carr and Rodgers. Rodgers had four out of five seasons over 4,000 yards, but Derek Carr, his last four seasons have been over 4,000 yards also. So the yardage-wise, it's there. Completions-wise, it's there. Almost not a huge drop-off, to believe, uh, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, this is now one of the more exciting offenses now. I mean, yeah, with Darren Waller uh, from last season, I mean, that, like I said, that takes a lot of pressure off him, but having that number one guy as your wide receiver – they're just kind of cycling through guys over the past couple of seasons. Then they finally got their guy with Devontae Adams paired up with his old buddy, uh, Derek Carr. So I'm excited for this offense. Um, the backfield for them as well. Josh Jacobs has been there. He's, he's been pretty solid. I know he had a couple of games last season where he was injured, he, you know, playing with, I think it was a bum ankle or something like that, but a full off season with these guys, I think, especially in that division, it's it's that whole division top to bottom got significantly better. I mean, the chargers, uh, you know, you have one of the best up and coming, or I guess we can say top five quarterback in Justin Herbert. Um, And I guess we can transition over to the Denver Broncos. Now with the trade that they made uh, to bring in the coveted quarterback that they were after for what, two, three years, we can say at minimum, they bring in a Russell Wilson from the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, so I'll quickly go through the trade details. Like if people don't know already, but it was two first round picks, including this year's ninth overall 2023 first round pick second round pick from this year. Number 40 overall 2023 second round pick a fifth round of for this year. And then they also gave away Noah font drew Locke, and their best linebacker Shelby Harris, but John Elway in that front office finally get the quarterback that they want. Rod, this was a divorce that we were starting to see coming in Seattle, right? I mean, there was a lot of rumblings that they were not, quote-unquote, letting Russ cook in Seattle, that, you know, Pete Carroll wanted to run the ball more, but um, and Russell Wilson wanted to, you know, be Russell Wilson and throw it all over the field like he can. But now, in Denver, what do you think of this trade, man? I think that he is going to look. I made sort of a, a rough estimate or rough uh, comparison between uh, what Russell did and and what John Elway did uh, over the first few years of their career. And John Elway threw for what thirty thousand two hundred sixteen yards in the first ten of his car- uh, career, mm-hmm. and then uh, the rest of it, you know, he had fifty one thousand when he when he ended it. Russ has got four uh, ten four thousand plus yard seasons. He's thrown for three hundred or three three. 37, that's too many numbers, 37,059 yards. So he's thrown for 7,000 more yards than Elway did in his first 10 years. I have a feeling that Denver is in for a second half of, of Russell Wilson that mirrors what they had in John Elway. And I think for, for Russell Wilson, I, I, I have a feeling he's finally going to be comfortable again. Uh, you know, I don't know what it was about being out there in Seattle. He was so good, and they 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 hung so much praise on him and, and Pete Carroll. But I, it just started to sour, and you saw it on the field, and you saw it in the headlines, and you just pretty much saw it all over the place. So you know where where Russ Wilson loses a guys like Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Boy, he doesn't lose a whole lot. He gets Jerry Judy and Corton Sutland. Yeah, right? throw in Patrick in the mix. Yeah. He may have three receivers to throw to now with a good running game in Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, who may come back. But yeah, I mean, Russ is in a really good situation uh, going to Denver now. Yeah, this is going to be a great situation for him. I'm really excited for Russell Wilson. I mean, this guy has been a class act since he's joined the league. Uh, believe I, yeah, he won a title in the second year as a quarterback with the Seattle Seahawks, that, you know, Legion of Boom defense as well. But this defense as uh, uh, for the Denver Broncos was one of the better ones last season. I mean, yeah, they lost Vaughn Miller, okay, to the Rams, went on to win a title there. But you still have Bradley Chubb, that secondary of Pratic Sertan, uh, Justin Simons, Ronald Darby. Uh, this defense is going to be exciting as well. You know, you kind of parlay that with the offense that you just talked about. I personally think that his offense is better than the one in Seattle. And he's also going to have that O-line protection that he really didn't have in Seattle. I mean, if you were watching these Seattle uh, Seattle games late afternoon on Sundays, it almost seemed like a lot of times that Russell Wilson was just scrambling for his life or either just handing the ball off. But now, like you mentioned, Cortland Sutton, if you're able to get a full healthy season out of him, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, this is all going to be really exciting for Russell Wilson and, 
I think that kind of brings them into the spotlight, especially being in a division in the AFC West. And I pulled up the MVP odds for next season. Right now, Russell Wilson is the fifth favorite uh, to win that MVP at 12 to 1. If you were smart, maybe if you had picked it up after the Super Bowl at 30 to 1. But since he moved over to the Denver Broncos, that number is now down to 12 to 1. Does that excite you there, uh, Rod, at 12 to 1 for Russell Wilson? It couldn't hurt. Again, he, he really is going to be in a situation where uh, I think he, where Aaron Rodgers starts to slip, Russell Wilson actually may have improved his situation a lot more. And, uh, you know, you look at the quarterback situation across the board and outside of maybe Tom Brady, you know, Ben Roethlisberger's gone, but he was never really in the conversation this season anyway. So, um, you know, Mahomes is always there. Lamar's always there. So um, I don't know if Russ can, can find a resurgence in Denver. I think we're talking about him a lot this season and, and a lot at the end of the season from a fantasy perspective from Russ Wilson. I know it's very early on. I don't know if you've done any rankings or not, but off the top of your head from a fantasy perspective next season, like with the guys we just talked about with the receivers that he is going to have, where would you probably rank him? Probably. I would probably say top five. No, I was going to say top five conversation for sure. I mean, you could probably put uh, Herbert, obviously, Allen above him. You can put Mahomes above him. I would, I may, I may, but only because I think he's got more of a potential to throw the ball more and throw more touchdowns uh, than, than Lamar. So I would probably put him over Lamar and then maybe Lamar in fifth. So, yeah, I mean, you could probably slide uh, Russell Wilson up there in the top five for sure. Yeah, he's always you no. Know, he's always had the conversation of people betting on Russell Wilson to win MVP, and you know I've actually fell for the last two seasons. I just feel like because he was on the West Coast and not maybe getting that attention in this team, you know, always being around five playing five hundred balls since they won the title. Um, I think that now he goes into a situation. Definitely, it's going to be a tough division for sure. But I think that this is going to be the opportunity for him to go out and showcase what Russell Wilson is with his arm, right? Because Always heard the term, let Russ cook. I think this is finally going to be that opportunity for Russell Wilson to go out and show what, you know, we know what he's capable of doing. So definitely excited for Russell Wilson as the newest quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Um, Rob, let's take a quick break here, bud. We'll come back and then we'll dive into some other uh, players that moved around the league over the past couple of weeks. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. Looking for Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand? Look no further than WinBet, the premier online casino from the five-star Win Resort properties. From classic table games to all the best slots, thrills, and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% first match up to $1,000. For sports bettors, WinBet win hour from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Better prices on select games. Anyone who has a WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. Bet $500 on college basketball Thursday through Sunday and be entered to win a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. So if a patron wagers $1,100 on the men's college basketball tournament Thursday through Sunday, you're eligible for two entries into the prize draw. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and get started today. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. SGPN is at it again, and this time they're giving away $1,000 in their final four contests. Respond to 10 questions and whoever has the most correct wins $1,000. To enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash final four. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash final four. It's a hectic time of year between weddings, graduation, spring sports, and more. We're busier more than ever right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second to enjoy an ice cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. Do you ever feel like you're always on work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues and expectations to be on 24 seven? Sometimes you need a moment to chill and turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit the reset button, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 
When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, coming off of the break, another, I think probably the most shocking trade that went down this season or in this off season so far is Tyreek Hill headed to the Miami Dolphins um, to be paired up there with Tua. And that team is just going to be full of speed. And it seems like Miami gave up a lot to get him. Um, they gave up a 2022 first round pick, 2022 second round pick, 2022 fourth round pick, 2023 fourth round pick, and a 2023 Sixth round pick and Tyreek Hill agreed to a three year, $75 million extension with the Miami Dolphins. And Rod, buddy, this one just came out of left field for me, man. I mean, when you heard about this trade, what were your initial thoughts? First of all, I thought that was never, ever going to happen. There's players that you just see in one color and think that that's exactly where they're going to stay for their career. And it was shocking because, again, these these two guys, Mahomes and Hill, They've won and won a lot. So I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when I, when I first saw this happen, I thought to myself, well, either Tyreek is, is really just chasing the money Mm -hmm. or, or he really feels like they've accomplished all they're going to accomplish in Kansas city and that he might need to move on. But yeah, I didn't understand this one at all. I feel like Miami gave up a lot to get a, a, a player like Tyreek Hill. And I think that, when I heard about it, it's yeah. What you just said, I feel like that Kansas city was starting to plateau here a little bit. Um, and maybe other teams in the AFC were starting to catch up to what this offense was doing with Eric B and Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes still the best quarterback in the, in the entire NFL, in my opinion, but you know, they, they did sign, you know, Juju to a, to a cheap contract. They also, like we talked about, they got MBS, um, you know, when you still have Patrick Mahomes behind the center, I think you're going to be okay. But it kind of goes back to that whole Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams thing for me, where they kind of developed that chemistry. And also for Patrick Mahomes, it's like, okay, when he got into a situation where he was just kind of scrambling around and it was kind of dead in the water, he'd kind of be like, oh, fuck it. I think Tyreek Hill's down there somewhere. He would just chunk the ball 30, 40, 50 yards down the field. And lo and behold, Tyreek Hill would be there. So that's not going to be there anymore. I think that we'll probably see a more organized offense from the Kansas City Chiefs. But I think from the Chiefs' perspective, I think they're going to be okay. I think Juju's coming in to with something to, with a chip on his shoulder, something to prove. Um, you know, you get a capable second wide receiver here, third wide receiver, wherever you want to put him at with MBS. Um, you're going to get Clyde Edwards-Helaire back, a healthy season at running back. So I think the Chiefs are going to be okay. But the biggest question mark for me is that the Miami Dolphins got a, probably have the speediest wide receivers with Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. They also, I believe they signed Raheem Mostert in that backfield as well. So speed is going to be a key for this Dolphins team. But I'm still not so, sold on Tua being the quarterback for this team. What are your thoughts on this Miami Dolphins team? Like, I, I think they're projecting in the right direction. I personally just don't think that he is the answer at quarterback. Yeah, and that's that's probably the biggest thing. I mean, obviously, you you just cannot say that Tua and Patrick Mahomes are on the same level right now. So he definitely yeah. takes a step down in in quarterback, but he is going to be. See, and that's the other thing. You know, if you, I mean, you you want to say that Tyreek Hill automatically becomes the lock number one wide receiver there, but they do have Waddle, and Waddle yeah. is a very good receiver in his own right. So how much are, is he going to be competing? Because you know this this young guy is not going to allow Tyreek Hill to come into his team. That <laughs> He was like, this is my team, and all of a sudden yeah. take it over. So he's going to battle him all the way through. And, you know, for Tyreek Hill – are you going to have, is Tua going to have the arm strength to chuck it down the field just like Mahomes did? It's, it's, it's really a crapshoot for him. And I, again, I, I'm, I'm scratching my head trying to figure out other than the dollar signs, why to make a move like that when you know you've got the best quarterback in the league thrown to you. And so, yeah, I think Tyreek Hill is going to, the, the production for him is, may not be as good as he's used to in this first season until Tua maybe gets more behind him and more chemistry with him. But yeah, I mean, again, does this take Tyreek Hill out of your top five in wide receivers? I probably. 
I think so. I think it does. And, I, and it, of, of the trades that I saw that kind of transpired over the past couple of weeks or over the last month between Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, with Brady coming back with the Rodgers signing, Devontae Adams to the Raiders. When I heard about this trade to the Miami Dolphins, my head immediately went to taking Tyreek Hill unders just because of Tua t- being this quarterback. You know, maybe he comes out next season and he's a completely looking different, uh, a completely different quarterback than what we've seen. But at the end of the day, I still don't think that Tua is that guy that can throw 20, 30, 40, field, 40 yards down the field like Patrick Mahomes was able to do with Tyreek Hill and get, to get that yardage where we saw Madden numbers from Tyreek Hill in some games where we even have three receptions over 100 yards and two touchdowns. I just don't think that's going to happen with Miami with Tua there. So that's where my brain went immediately with Tyreek Hill. From a fantasy perspective, uh, Rod, Tyreek Hill, I think probably takes goes down to the next tier just because of the situation that he is. He's in. It's not because of who the who the player is. We know we we what he was able to do with the Chiefs, but because of the system and with the new head coach as well, probably integrating a new offense and with the quarterback situation, you got to think that Tyreek Hill probably takes a step down to that maybe that tier two um, category of wide receivers. They say that talent transcends, but this guy he would have to make up a ton of of backside talent because Tua only threw for 2,653 yards last season. Of course, he missed four games, but I mean, that's not a lot of yardage to go around. So unless Tyree Kill can grab a lot of yak, a ton of yak uh, on some short throws, then, you know, there's a lot, a lot of ground to make up there. So yeah, I mean, now where Tyree Kill used to be a consensus round one pick in, Mm -hmm. in uh, redraft, especially, I got to think that he, Falls the second round now. Yeah. And I believe last season, Dan, when we did the season long uh, player props, he took, he slammed the under for Tua. I believe it was with that 4,000 yards ad projected. It was either 4,000 or 4,200, one of those two numbers. But yeah, I, I think that the, 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 the game plan might be because you have these speed guys, maybe go get them on slants or these short passes, curl rights, and, and let them get that yak with between Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. But yeah, this was uh, one of the bigger head scratchers for me uh, so far this off season, which brings us to the last uh, trade that went down uh, a long time coming beer being here as a Houston Texans fan. We finally get Deshaun Watson out of town. He heads to the Cleveland Browns uh, in a trade where the Texans said it three future first round picks, including this year's, um, I believe it's 13th or 16th overall for the text. I think it's 13. Um, 2023 first round pick, 2024 first round pick. They also picked up next year's second round uh, from the Cleveland Browns, as well as this year's fourth round pick and 24, uh, 2024 fourth round pick as well. I believe Texans sent back a fifth round pick for uh, Desha- or two Cleveland package with Deshaun Watson. And he signs a five-year, $230 million deal, Rod, fully guaranteed. Now, I'm going to try to be un- as unbiased as possible. And we saw the int- – I'm not sure if you caught the introduction, the, the, the introductory press conference of Deshaun Watson with the Cleveland Browns. And he said that he didn't know about this fully guaranteed money until after the trade happened and my BS radar went from zero to a hundred real quick. Like this guy is sketchy as F and it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way with everything that's kind of happened in Houston with this guy. He signed a contract and I understand this front office is probably the worst, one of the worst, if not the worst in the entire football league. Don't get me wrong. The fan base here hates this front office with Jack Easterby still there for God knows what reason, but with the whole Deshaun Watson situation, I understand that he was supposed to be the franchise quarterback, that he was supposed to be involved in the hiring of the next head coach. They went a different direction than what he did. Things happen, you know, mistrust happened, whatever. But I think there's a lot of things to unravel with the Deshaun Watson situation. With number one, with the the allegations from the from the women that the, all the civil suits that he's dealing with, but. Let me start with you, Rod, on, on, on as a football perspective with Deshaun Watson headed to the Browns. We still don't know if he's going to get a suspension from the NFL and Roger Goodell. 
But I, I think the destination that he picked of going to Cleveland is kind of suspect to me, but kind of want to get your thoughts on Deshaun Watson to the Browns as their future quarterback. I'll just start by saying sometimes it makes you wonder what the payoff is for being a good person half the time. I want, I want 70,000 guaranteed for, you know, just doing what I do. But anyways, uh, (laughs) for, for Deshaun Watson, look, this just says more about Baker Mayfield than it does anything else. Yeah. I mean, just 100% that Cleveland had zero faith that Baker Mayfield was going to be their future uh, by bringing in a guy that's surrounded by controversy and, uh, obviously we don't know if he's going to rise to the standard that he had when he was, you know, the Deshaun Watson that threw for 4,823 yards and 33 touchdowns a couple seasons ago with a right? shitty roster with a shitty roster. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, you don't know. So, uh, yeah, really honestly and truly this dart throw almost makes no sense. About, about as much sense as the Tyree kill yeah. uh, situation makes, because I don't really get where Cleveland wants to do and wants to go with this because you just don't know. You just don't know which Deshaun Watson you're going to get. And, yeah. and so if you're if you're willing to give up on a guy like Baker Mayfield, who, let's be honest, wasn't you know elite, but yeah. for a guy who is already entering your locker room with a problem, what? Why? Yeah, and I think that there's a lot of things, and I don't want to get into the nitty gritty about what's going on with this with this with this uh, legal situation, but. Apparently, from what I read and what was on the Twitterverse, is that the Cleveland Browns front office and general manager ownership didn't reach out to the defense lawyers of the whole situation. What's going on with Sean Watson? Which I thought it was a little sketchy at first, but the whole thing with Sean Watson is that he had a no trade clause in his in his contract, so he could have chosen on where he wanted to end up. And earlier, we heard the two teams that were going to be or it was coming down to was the nfc south teams was the atlanta falcons and it was the new orleans saints atlanta i think had the edge because it is near his hometown in georgia we all thought as texans fans that that the trade was going to go down there the package we don't know what was going to be in return for them but i guess deshaun watson had to change the heart and another thing that he said that really rubbed me the wrong way he's like he said i've always wanted to live in cleveland Nobody wants to live in Cleveland. When you live in Houston, where we have some of the best food in the country, okay, that's what we're probably known for. Nobody wants to go out and live in Cleveland. I, well, unless you're Jim Carrey or yeah, Jim, Carrey. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Yeah. So those two things kind of rub me the wrong way. But I guess from from a football perspective, Sean Watson, it, it, and it's going to be hard to kind of, kind of. I guess talk about where he's going to end up fantasy wise, because we don't know if he's going to get a suspension from the NFL about what, what's going on with his legal situation. Cleveland, what they did is they turned his, I think his salary from the, from this coming season into a signing bonus where he's not losing a million dollars per game. It's, I think it's like 50 or 60,000 per game that he's losing. um, If he does get suspended, but let's see, let's say, let's say after this season, there's no suspension. There, there's everything is, is in the past now for Deshaun Watson. I still don't think that this Cleveland team, I, look, Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback talent, but I, I just don't know what this Cleveland team on, you, and you said this also, is that I don't know what direction they're trying to go in. And I think, you know, this has rubbed Baker Mayfield the wrong way. Now, that, now you have another test of trying to get, of trying to find a trade partner for Baker Mayfield. So, let me start with Baker Mayfield. We'll, we'll get back to Sean Watson. Obviously, he's not going to be there next season. Off the top of your head, maybe maybe two, three teams that are kind of off the top of your head where you think that he could possibly end up being as a starting quarterback. I haven't heard much about Seattle, what they're, what they're planning to do. Yeah, right? with Drew Locke, right? Yeah, I mean, it's Drew Locke. But yeah. why, why would you want Drew Locke when you've seen what he's done in – in uh, Denver, you you would have to think that they would might be looking for somebody else to sort of take that. And I mean, kicking the tires on Mayfield may not be all that bad uh, of a situation, but I don't know. Past that, I, I don't see too many other teams that are, are really needy to the point where I think they really need him now. I mean, Atlanta has their situation kind of uh, shored up with, with Mariota. And yeah. I think that's actually a pretty good situation they got going over there, but yeah, I mean, unless unless Philadelphia doesn't like Hurts, but you know, 
Let me pose this question to you. Tua or Baker Mayfield for Miami? Tua. I still think Tua. Okay. I, I mean, and, yeah, me and too. yeah, it just, it's only because I don't know that Tua and, and Mayfield, I don't know that Mayfield that much of an upgrade over Tua. You, you just mentioned Mariota. I, I love that signing for uh, Atlanta. I kind of want to go back. Arthur Smith, was he still the offensive coordinator when Mariota was with, with the Titans? I believe so, as a matter of fact, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that, and that makes a lot of sense for me there. But um, yeah, kind of going back to Sean Watts, look, great talent on the field. I mean, what he was able to do, the, the stats you just rattled off with that, where I think the Texans finished, I think, with three wins that season. It all kind of fell apart from there, but the player Deshaun Watson is still great, right? He has a great arm. He, he can command your offense. I, I, when he wants to be and when he's on the field, I think he can be a top five quarterback in this league. Deshaun Watson has that type of talent. Um, but again, with the whole deal situation, it kind of, I understand that the Cleveland Browns wanted to move on probably from Baker Mayfield making this trade, you know, pretty much solidifies and confirms that to us. But um, I, I, in that, especially in that AFC North, when you have, Lamar Jackson, you have the AFC champs from last year, Joe Burrow. I just feel like Cleveland probably had to make this move to stay competitive in that division. And the Steelers, they're going to draft a quarterback eventually, I think, in this draft. Maybe trade for one, who knows? But I don't know, man. I was kind of confused. You don't believe in Mitch? Come on, you don't believe in Trubisky? Uh, Yeah, I forgot about Mitchell Trubisky. MVP Mitch. MVP Mitch. MVP. I will say though, I will say that all all Deshaun Watson has to work with right now is Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Like everybody else past that is just like Donovan Peoples Jones, which yeah. is okay, but he's only got he's only got the one receiver right now that really is a a true wide receiver one. So even if he was trying to throw for four thousand yards, I, I don't know that Amari Cooper is the guy to catch four thousand yards worth of of passes. Yeah, I think that, you know, when I think Jarvis Landy, I think they released him and they're, they're trying to bring him back now with Deshaun Watson there. But yeah, I think, you know, you still have Nick Chubb in the backfield. Kareem Hunt is still there with them as well. So I think they're, that's a pretty solid backfield, one of the best one twos in the league. Um, it's just that you need to get receivers around him, or if not, you're going to be back in that same situation, at least from a wide receiver perspective, that you were in Houston. But yeah. Those are some of the big traits that kind of went down or kind of the moves that we've seen here in the NFL so far. Uh, Rod, let's take one last break, bud. We'll come back and then we will wrap up with some final thoughts and then we'll get out of here. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sports. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. That's right. $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The final four is set, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. The last two weeks, PropSwappers have been making thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit. Like Patrick from New York, who sold a 1,035-1 Houston championship ticket for $6,000 on PropSwap before their Elite 8 game. Patrick turned $1,000 into $6,000 guaranteed, and the buyer got the best odds in the country. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and a red hot ticket 
Red Hot tickets for sale. A loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit match up to $500 only when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit. So again, a first deposit cash match, use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports better on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break. Um, yeah, so we went through the some of the major transactions that happened, the big sexy names that kind of moved around. I know we had the Khalil Mack trade to uh, the Chargers, some other things that happened. But Rod, anything else that's kind of caught your eye in this offseason outside of what we've kind of discussed here so far? Well, I just will circle back real quick on our on our Deshaun Watson before the break. He's plus 2,000 to win the championship, or the, not championship, for the most valuable player. He's among the top quarterbacks listed in this in this uh, list. That very intriguing. Uh, not that he's going to do it, but just the fact that he's he's favored that much up there uh, is crazy. Um, one of the biggest ones that I, I think that that uh, we didn't touch on real quick, but I'll I'll kind of hit on uh, is that um, Marcus Mariota uh, thing because I have a yeah. feeling that he's he's going to be uh, he won't be super good, but he's got Kyle Pitts. And if you want to talk about from a prop standpoint, if you want to talk about from a fantasy standpoint, you are already going to be high on Kyle Pitts, but you might want to be higher because Marcus Mariota loves him. Some tight ends. He had Delaney Walker for some years and really just, you know, leaned on Delaney Walker to the point where Walker was the leading receiver, the yeah. leading pass catcher on the Titans. So, uh, keep an eye open for some, uh, for some Kyle Pitts. Uh, props and and if they're low enough, you might want to smash them. The over on them. Yeah, if such, I yeah, I think that Kyle Pitts. That's one hundred percent. I agree with that. But also, if when he is going to be the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, I think early on we might want to take a look at Marcus Mariota's rushing yards uh, because again, he is a great scrambling quarterback, and we saw that when he was with the uh, Las Vegas uh, Raiders that they would use him in some of these coming. Gimmicky moves where he would, you know, rattle or uh, take off for 10, 15, 20 yards down the field. So something to definitely keep an eye out for sure. Last thing before we get out of here, Rod, I wanted to focus on your team for a second. The 49ers, we've been hearing things about Jimmy G after the Super Bowl. You know, they, they I guess they came to an agreement that they're going to try to find him a trade to another team. But now I think John Lynch came out and said, hey, we might have him for another year or so. Um, I'm sure you're keeping up with it. I haven't read too much, uh, too many details into it, but what have, what what's kind of the latest news about what's going on with the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo? But we knew the writing was on the wall last season that it was going to be with hard Trey to Lance. move Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just going to be hard to move. It was going to be hard to move Jimmy in the offseason, especially with his salary, with what he commanded, with the cap space and all that. It just, there was very little, very few teams, I think, that were willing to eat that kind of a salary for for Jimmy G. Not that he's not good enough, but that was just a big a big chunk to swallow. So you had to make the decision, are we going to keep him for the last year of his contract or not? So it wasn't like we could just let him go and yeah. let him walk. So I have a feeling that we may see Jimmy G one more year. I really do. Uh, but this may be a more of a year where people were thinking this year was going to be where Trey Lance was going to get into the mix a lot more. So, um, you know, again... Sorry, that was me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a reminder that I got a place to be. Um, but no, I just I have a feeling that uh, that with Jimmy G, you're, we're going to see one more year of him. And we okay. we kind of have to, and it's going to be Trey Lance mixed in. But this may be another Jimmy G full full season, basically. Now, do you think it's because they couldn't find a trade partner because of the salary that he has, or is it that maybe Trey Lance is not yet ready? I think it's a bo- both both because Trey okay. Lance is not ready yet. Uh, he's yeah. really not ready, and it's not for lack of them putting it. I know everyone's like, well, you got to give him a chance to be ready. He would have been out there if 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 everybody if the coach if Shanahan if any everybody out there thought he was ready he'd be out there. Yeah, I mean there was no there was no question who the future quarterback of this team is going to be. The problem is is that if you're not ready you're not ready. Yeah, yeah. I agree, man. Yeah, I think yeah. When when I heard the news about what John was yeah he's going to be back for another year is Jimmy G and look for all the slander Jimmy G gets I don't get why he gets it because. Yeah, he has some dumb moves or dumb throws in the fourth quarter, but this guy took you to a Super Bowl not too far, far uh, or a couple years back. Last season, I think that this team got what to the NFC Championship last year. Um, we discussed it a lot. Um, I don't know. I just don't get it. I, 
if if you had a gun to my head right now, I would probably take Jimmy G as my quarterback for the Houston Texans right now. But again, there's no talent around him right now. But I just wanted to touch on that with the whole news that came down this week. But something is always going on in the NFL, no matter what it is, if it's a trade, whether it's some signings, whether it's some front office news. We're going to be here all season long trying to put a schedule together in the background. So we're talking about something about the NFL uh, throughout the offseason here. Uh, me, Rod, Dan will probably kick it once a week. We'll, we have the draft coming up. We'll talk about the draft. We're getting some draft props. Um, and lo and behold, sooner or later, we're going to start seeing more of these odds of I know MVP odds are out. Well, maybe we'll do a, a episode on that, but we'll have something for you as far as NFL throughout the season. So just want to kind of get on, kick the tires here a little bit on the NFL. Uh, not a lot of betting content, but I promise we're going to get that going here as we kind of continue into the offseason here. Rod, thank you so much for joining me, man. This was a blast as always. And let the people know about everything that you're working on for SGPN, my man. Look, you got a hard out in like five minutes. I don't have that much time. Uh, no, you can find me on Twitter at RJ Villagomez where you can find everything I'm up to. Uh, listen, of course, to the Fantasy Football Podcast on the feed on the SGPN app and now the NASCAR Gambling Podcast and uh, another one soon to be announced. So just hang tight, but uh, find all that stuff on the SGPN app and uh, yeah, find all the work there too. USFL too coming up. Look, uh, we are busy at SGPN. We have timers and alarms going off with places to be, things to do. So <laughs> You know, we're grinding out here for you guys. So definitely, um, uh, Rod, thank you so much. I'm going to let you go, buddy. I have another pod to do with the bosses for the MLB gambling podcast and MLB season coming up. So uh, we will be back maybe in the next week or so to talk about the NFL draft. Till then, good luck with your bets this weekend. Enjoy the final four MLB next week. If you haven't tuned in and need to get your MLB content, we finished sixth. Uh, division previews over the last three days. So make sure you subscribe to all the pods that are happening. Make it easy for yourself. Just download the SGPN app on your Google Play Store or the App Store. Till then, let's break these books off and let it ride.